Hey guys, this video is all about rebalancing and monitoring the performance of the Ray Dalio all-weather portfolio. We're going to go through exactly how to review and understand what's on your funding platform, make sense of the numbers, put together a table that you can use to be able to rebalance your portfolio, and then lastly, step-by-step step, exactly how you rebalance. I'm going to be using Interactive Investor, but you can use this on any funding platform. And I'm going to be sharing all of the tools that I'll be using in this video with you in the show notes to make it super simple to do for yourself. So with that, let's jump in. Hey guys, James Corsier here and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast where together we learn how to become financially free. Today's video is all about the Ray Dalio all-weather portfolio and more specifically how you rebalance it and how you monitor its performance. Very common question because unless you do it in the right way, it can be very confusing and complicated, but you follow along with what I'm doing here today. It's going to be really simple, guys. So without further ado, let's jump into it. But before I do, I want to just clear out some prerequisites. And the main one is, well, how do you actually set up the Ray Dalio portfolio in the first place? Well, don't worry. I've got that video as well recorded on my channel, and I'll link to that in the show notes as a whole other linked videos as well to this series that will help you get the Ray Dalio portfolio set up and looking great for you. And I'll link those in the show notes as well. All right. Firstly, let's understand the overview of our investment account when we're looking at it. Here we're using Interactive Investor. That is the one I'll be using. And you can follow along, obviously, if you've got this platform. If you've got another platform like Hargreaves and Lansdowne, Fidelity and so on, it's going to look different. But most of what I'm showing you will be the same, just presented differently. Okay, the principles are still the same. Okay, so the overview. In this particular example, guys, don't worry too much about these specific numbers. This is just an illustration to help show you what you can do. Your situation is going to be different. You're going to have more, less money. It's going to be in different places. You're going to be invested in slightly different funds. But again, the principles are the same. So what are we looking at here? First of all, it's saying the total value for all of the accounts that we have here is £19,176. That's split up into 10000 938 pounds in cash so that's basically money in the fund sorry not in the fund in, in the platform guys in interactive investor but it's not invested in anything okay it's ready to be invested in something total investment so this is how much money you have in your account but it's invested in specific investments or funds Okay, and both those together add up to being the total value that you have within your funding platform. Now here, we've got it in an ISA. And guys, if you're in the UK like I am, then you wanna be maximizing the benefit of the ISA. For those that don't know, 20,000 pounds a year can be invested into an ISA tax-free. So. What you can do is you can put in up to £20,000 into your funding platform. It doesn't have to be in investments. It can be in cash and it's protected from tax. So whenever you make investments and you make money from those investments, no tax. No matter how uh, much your tax bracket is, whether you're a basic rate taxpayer, higher rate taxpayer, no tax for you to pay. So really, really beneficial. And it might seem not that relevant for you now based on your situation but this compounds it builds if you lose your twenty thousand pounds one year you lose it completely okay you can't just go and put forty thousand in the next year right you're resetting it back to twenty thousand all right okay so in this example there's nineteen thousand one hundred seventy six pounds 
in the ISS. So the whole amount is in the ISS. So that's great. It means all of the money within this account is tax-free. And then the current ISA allowance, it's saying that £5,811 have been used up already in this tax year. And you've got 14000 left to use in this tax year. So you can keep a running, to running check as to how much more you can put in tax-free. Right, now let's jump into the actual investments. View investments. And here we have it. There are five different elements invested mapping the Ray Dalio. So the first one, see iShares, PLC, Europe, government bonds, 15 to 30 years. And if you remember from my last video, that's the long-term government bonds, guys. 15 to 30 years in government bonds here, EUR, European government bonds. Brilliant. Next one, iShares is the name of the company that's set up the fund. US dollars, TSY is treasury bonds, so that means American government bonds. Seven to ten years, so that's intermediate or medium government bonds. Okay. Next one, iShares is the company physical metals, iShares physical gold, so that's the gold element, okay, Vanguard Funds PLC, FTSE, All World UCITS ETF USD, so that's a bit of a mouthful isn't it, the FTSE All World is an index of stocks that are meant to replicate the total world stock market and that was created by the FTSE, the Financial Times Stock Exchange. So that is looking to replicate the stock market element of this particular portfolio. And then lastly, Wisdom Tree Commodity Securities, limited all commodities. So again, this item is representing the commodities section of the Ray Dalio All Weather Portfolio. And Wisdom Tree is the company. Now, guys, you're going to have maybe slightly different investments in your portfolio. It's okay. It will all still apply. And actually, these are slightly different to the ones I showed you in the previous video. And I'm doing that on purpose just to show you that it still applies regardless of what you're actually invested in. It's the principles that are important. So let's go through these numbers. Let's try and make sense of it. So again, this makes sense. Total value is £19,176. £10,938 is in cash and the remaining £8,238 is invested in specific investments and that makes sense because down here the value column okay for all of our investments adds up to £8,238 so great that makes sense to us remaining allowance is referencing the ISA so £14,188 is left to be able to put in the ISA account tax-free so we can still be putting more money in which is which is awesome it also shows us that we've not that we've uh, that it's less than 20,000 so we've been using some of it so this is good indication that in this particular account it's being invested in regularly to be able to make the most of that ISA so let's look into these well we can do this little plus section to look at some more details around it. This is a chart of performance, right? So over the last few months, how's it done? Well, it looks like it's been going up broadly. Market open price is the price at which opened in the last day it was open, and then it closed slightly lower. Guys, I wouldn't worry too much of this. This is kind of, all of these day, day numbers, right? Like, so day change, 15p, don't worry about that. That's just gonna get you caught into the the small volatilities on a daily basis which is unhealthy we don't want to worry about that we want to be looking for the long term because this is a long-term portfolio approach a long-term investment approach so i'm going to close that down and here we have it so that's the price the current price for the the investment we have so if we were to buy one share today it'd be 250 pounds okay it changed 15 pence up in the last day meaningless to me if, if you ask me average price is the average price we paid for this particular investment 
over the life of investing in it. So you can see that because the average price is less than the current price, it means that on average we've invested at a lower price and so we will have made money. Okay? We've got 12 shares in total in this particular fund and the book cost, so that means the cost in which we paid to buy these 12 shares. So if you multiply the average price we paid by the number of shares we owned, that would be the book cost. Okay? The value is the current value of this particular investment. So the difference between what we paid and what it's currently worth is the gain, the total gain that we've made in this particular investment. So comparing that to how much we've spent gives us the percentage return. And in this example, it's 5.7% return. Woohoo! Great, awesome, we've made money. That's what we want to see, right, guys? And, and actually, if you look at all of these, most of them have made us money. Four are in green, this one, this one, uh, this one, this one. And then one is in red, oh dear. So it looks like the medium term bonds have gone down in value. We paid on average 175 and actually the current price is 170. So it's, it's lower, which means that the book cost is higher than the value and therefore we've hit a loss. But don't worry guys, it's nice and small and it's smaller relative to the increase in the other ones. And that's key because that's the point of this specific portfolio approach. That the things we're investing in here, some will go up, some will go down, but overall in the long term, the idea is that as a portfolio, it goes up. And that's because these specific investments are considered to be either unrelated or oppositely related. <laughs> that makes sense. Is that a word? Did I just make up oppositely? <laughs> okay, but opposite related. And that means that if one goes up, the other one may go down. Or if one goes up, the other one will do something completely different because it's not connected to it. Okay? So this is what we would kind of expect. Some go down, some go up, but overall it goes up. So Let's jump into this in a little bit more detail. So overall, we pay £7,812 to buy these items. And now they're worth £8,238. So that's a total gain of £425. Brilliant. That's what we like to see. So now let's go into the next stage, which is, okay, so this is where we're at. We've been investing regularly, but how do we know whether we're on track? We're supposed to be investing 40% in long-term government bonds. We're supposed to be investing 15% in intermediate bonds. Is that what we've got? Have we got more than that? Have we got less than that? You know, it's a bit confusing, isn't it? Well, what do we do? Well, we have to kind of compare this value of this particular item to the overall value. But then we've got to get our calculator out. It's going to get confusing. So the best way to deal with this, guys, is to put together our own little table. And then we can put in the relevant information and then work out where we're at. Now, handily, I've already created that for you. So you can use mine or you can use your own based on my principles. But I'm obviously a big fan of mine because I created it. But if you can upgrade it, if you can make it better, you go for it. But I'll link this into the show notes so that you can use mine. So let's start off with what we want to be investing in each month. Now, in this particular example, we're going with £20,000 a year. Now, the reason for this is because the ISA, you can put in up to £20,000 tax-free. So we're maximizing how much we can put in to this platform tax-free. And we're going to do it each month. So we're 
mapping it based on our income coming in. Now guys, don't worry if you can't invest 16 166 pounds each month if it's less is it more you can change this figure and guys figures in green are the ones that you can change the ones that are grayed out you want to be keeping these untouched their formulae okay or their numbers that shouldn't change right so the ideal split for example 40 percent on long-term bonds that's fixed it's always going to be long-term bonds right it's always going to be 40 percent in this particular approach Okay, and then here, that's a calculation you can see in the little bit at the top here. That is a calculation, so it shouldn't be changed. You should leave that alone. Only change the bits in green, okay? So we've decided £1,666 in this example. Okay, now let's get into the big table. Each of these are the key categories that we need to follow. Next we want to be putting in the investment code that we've chosen in our portfolio. Now, for those that don't know what that is, it's like, what is these random letters? That is like a reference for the specific investment that we've chosen. And if you're not sure what yours are, what we can do is, I'll show you. So for long-term bonds, here we go, IBGL. If you're wanting to find out yours, okay, we'll first find out long-term bonds. Here, it's this top one. Click on it. This gives you all of the information on this particular fund. Okay, you've got the long detail. And at the end, you've got this four letter reference. And for every, for every investment that's listed on a stock exchange, you have these four letters. I believe you have it for funds that are offline, private funds that you can still buy through a platform, but the reference might be slightly different. Definitely have it for uh, listed investments on the stock exchange and that just makes it really easy to find it because often the wordings here change so you know is it EUR is it European you know, these things is it YR or is it year and they can change depending on what you're looking at so it's sometimes difficult to type in and find it and we saw that in the last video that's one of the biggest blockers people find when trying to set this up so these codes are a nice, easy way to do that. All right, so we found the code for that. You just go back, okay? And then you would just click on the next one and be able to find the code for the rest, okay? So put in your codes for your investments. The ideal split is set out by Ray Dalio's recommendation. Here we've got 8%, well really that's 7.5%, and we can show that by just increasing the decimals shown to prove to you that it is in fact exactly how Riedalio recommends. Now the next column is the ideal monthly investment. So if you could do it perfectly, what would you do? Well, you would take 40% in this particular example of the total you're wanting to be investing each month, 1,666, and you'd get how much you'd need to invest in long-term bonds. Here it would be 666 pounds and 40 pence, okay? And when you work it out for each, they should total up exactly how much you need to be investing each month, which is 1,666 pounds, which is the same, so it means it's correct. Next column, current price per share. So what you do is every time you're looking to rebalance, you enter in this information, okay? So we go into our overview and we start putting it in. So we say, right, long-term bonds, right? How much is the price per share at the moment? Well, here it is, £250.55. Brilliant. So I put that in here, £250.55. Brilliant. And then next, we look at the number of shares that we've got, 12 here, quantity. 12 and then we put that in here 12 great and then this calculates the current value of our shares by multiplying the current price by how many shares that we've got in this example three thousand and six pounds sixty pence which is correct because you can see it here right brilliant all right next one the current split 
is the share of your total funds invested that's sitting in this particular item. Okay, so for long-term government bonds, we've got £3,006 invested of a total amount invested of £8,238. Okay, so we can see that here, £8,238 total, £3,006 invested in this particular area. So that current split works out to be 36%, but we want 40%. So we've currently got less than we should have. So the ideal amount is £3,295. And it works this out by saying, okay, well, we've currently got £8,238 invested, but we want 40% of that in long-term bonds. So it takes 40% of the total amount and puts it here. The next column says, all right, well, what's the shortfall? If we've currently got £3,000 invested, 3006 but we want £3,295 invested, we need to put in another £288. And if we do that, we're going to get up to the right amount. So then, well then how do we do that in practice? Okay, well we can do that in two ways. One, we could make a one-off amount into this particular fund. So we could just buy £288 worth of IVGL or we can increase the regular investment that we have set up by £288 so that it's investing how much we should be investing. So to do that we want to know how many shares to purchase or how much to set the next regular amount. Okay. Now the reason why we want to know how many shares to purchase is because when you're investing in shares, you need to buy a specific amount of shares. Now if you're buying direct funds, it can be different. I think you can invest a specific amount. But often because this is a very niche way of investing and these things are quite hard to find, often you have to do it through listed shares it's quite hard to find a direct fund and even if you do it's only on some of them so this approach you're still going to need to understand so if we want to be investing 288 pounds okay and the share price is 250 pounds well we're effectively going to be able to buy one share for 250 pounds or two shares for 500 pounds well, if we buy two shares, that's way over what we want to be buying. If we buy one, it's slightly less. So we've got to work out how many to buy. So what this is doing, this column, is calculating how many shares to buy to the nearest share. So in this example, it's saying one because one share is the closest value to this value. If it was just, if it was like 490 pounds here, it would say two and make you buy two and make you go slightly over. Okay, so you can either go and buy one share in IBGL, or what you can do is you can take your ideal monthly investment of six hundred and sixty-six pounds and then increase it by the shortfall of two hundred and eighty-eight pounds next month in your regular investing to nine hundred fifty-five pounds. So this is just adding. This amount, the ideal amount, plus your shortfall to this. Okay? And we'll go through exactly how you do it step by step within the portfolio. Don't worry, guys, if it's getting a little bit confusing. But that, in essence, is what this table is trying to do. It's help us, it's going to help us by putting in a monthly amount to work out what the ideal is. So we put in 1666. That tells us exactly what we want to be putting in each month regularly. Okay, and that helps us actually set up as well the monthly amount. But it also then tells us, well, okay, well, three months from when we set this up, now the current price of the share is this. The number of shares that we've now got is this. This is what we're invested in. 
Now what? What do we do? Well, we can see that the current split is this. We want it to be this. And so therefore we want to change the setup so that this becomes closer to that. And the reason why this is important is because one of the main benefits to the Ray Dalio All Weather Portfolio is that you're investing in these items that are diversified in a specific way, but it's important that they're invested in the right ratio because, for example, gold is very volatile. If it goes up or down, it goes up and down a lot. Whereas, for example, okay, long-term bonds or any kind of bonds tend to move a lot less, right? So if you had the same amount in each of these, right, if gold, say, went down, it would go down by a lot, whereas if bonds went down, they tend to go down less or up less. They are less volatile. They move less. So it's important to recognize the differences in these particular items, how much they move when they do, and how much they're impacted by each other. So for example, if bonds went up by 10%, but gold went down by 30%, if you had a, an even split of say 20% in that and 20% in gold, then overall you would still be down because the gold amount would have gone down way more than the bonds. So this split is really important for this particular portfolio. It is vital you stick to this. Now you don't have to be really exact. You don't have to be by the penny all the time. It just needs to broadly map this over time, okay? If it starts to move too far away, you want to bring it back into that ratio. Now, Ray Dalio formally suggests investing in this particular ratio and then once every six months or a year, you rebalance. You know, you take them the one that's gone up and you move it into the one that's gone down so that overall it follows that ratio. But the trouble with investing, say, for example, in the UK or at least with an Interact Investor is that, especially when you're investing in small amounts and so on, is that your investments can go off quite quickly because you're having to invest in one-off shares. So for example, if your share costs £250 per share and you're wanting to invest, say, £400, well then if you buy one share for 250 then you're still needing to put another £150 in. You can't do that because you can't buy another share. So it can be quite clunky. Over time, as you invest more money in, it's going to smooth out. But at least early on, it can be quite unbalanced. Don't worry about that. That's okay. In time, as you keep going through this process, you'll start to map the ideal spit more evenly. Okay, now let's get into the specifics. So what do we actually do here, guys? Well, there's two ways to do it. We can, firstly, change our regular investments, okay? So let's go to our funding platform and we'll click on our regular investing, okay? And here we have it. We've got what's currently set up. And here it's saying that we've got the FTSE All Wells. This is the stock market investment at 500 each month and we look what's it saying 499.80 so broadly the same we can actually change that if we want to be really exact we can say 499.80 okay physical gold what's that going to be 124.95 right well we can change that if we want to make it precise if we want to next one is Long-term bonds, £666.40. pence. can make that slightly more accurate. And then lastly, medium-term bonds, which are £249.90. Okay, You'd put in whatever yours are, depending on... So we can just say save changes. We're going to come back to this, don't worry, guys. 
explain that a little bit more. Okay. Now, the first thing you might notice is that there's four in here and not five. Now, the reason for that is, is because in this particular example, the commodities that's been chosen, because you can't see any commodities here, wasn't an option when regular investing. And some of you are going to find this in your particular funding platform. Your option might not have one that's relevant on a regular basis. So what's been, doing, what's been done here is that it's been invested manually through a trade, a one-off trade. Okay, so every now and again you can just invest in commodities to get the amount you want. Okay, I'm going to explain that in the last video. Okay. Another reason why you might have this is that the cost of a share might be so high that each month the amount you want to put in might be way lower than how much you can do. So what you can do is you can take it off the regular investing and every now and again when you get enough money in the account for you to be able to buy one of those shares, you can do it manually. So for example, here, long-term bonds, price per share on this particular example is £250. But if you've worked it out so that you want to be investing, say, £100, well, you don't want to be putting in £250 every month, right? Every now and again, maybe every three months, for example, you might want to buy one share so that overall you're still getting to the right ratio, okay? Now, how do we actually do this? How do we change it? So if we change it through the regular investing way, and I quite like this because it's nice and neat, it just goes through in the next, the next month, so it's nice and neat. What we do is we say, right, we put in all the information like we've gone through, and it says, okay, next month, you want to be investing in James 955 pounds, okay? Because by doing that, it's your normal 666 plus the shortfall of 288, 955. So what we can do is we can just put in 955.12, and there you have it. What it will do is next month, it will go through and it will look to purchase as many shares as it can with that amount of money. And then by doing that, it will invest in more of those shares and then it will start to get more of a balance closer to what you want. So when you put in the number, you can just go down and say, save changes. Now what it's saying here, okay, I'm going to explain this. New monthly investment amounts, you've increased it to 1996. So that's saying because you've increased it there, the overall amount you're investing that month has gone up, okay? So, you could have got two ways to deal with this. You can either say, yes, change my monthly direct debit amount. So it's saying, increase the direct debit to 1996. You're putting more money in that month. Or, no, don't change my monthly direct debit. What that will do is, it will take that difference from your cash balance. So here, please make sure that you have sufficient money on your cash balance to cover your monthly investment instruction. If you don't, it won't be able to make that investment. So this is good when you've got some cash reserves in this particular fund. And in this particular example, we do. So why don't we do that? So we can say, no, don't change my monthly direct debit, take it from my cash. And that's okay because in the cash balance, we've got a nice amount of money. Now, for example, there could be some reasons why you have this money in here. One, for example, you might have put money in uh, in a lump sum from previous IC year to take advantage of it before it resets, but you didn't want to invest it all in the particular investments and do a one-off amount. It could be from selling particular investments that you wanted to come out of. Or it could be, for example, a build-up of dividends. Now, some of your funds, depending on what you've picked, will pay you dividends. So if, for example, the Vanguard All World FTSE All World, in example this one, that owns lots of different companies and some of those companies pay out a dividend. Now some funds will keep those dividends and reinvest it, others will pay it out. If it pays it out, you'll receive it as, as an increase to your cash balance. Okay.
So there we have it. That was our first update. Let's look at the next one, intermediate bonds. Okay, It's saying ID value is £1,235. We've currently got £1,021. That's a shortfall of £214. Current price per share is 170 so we want to buy another share, one more share. So we can increase our ideal monthly investment from 24990 to 46450. Okay? So we can go in and edit and change the medium term bonds, this one, 7 to 10 years, to what was it again? 46450. So we just change that. 46450. And there we have it. Okay? And then we would just save changes again. And again, it's saying now it's increased in further because we've increased how much we want to put in there. Again, we can say, no, don't change my direct debit so that what will happen is it will take it from cash or we can say, no, increase the amount. Okay? So in this example, we're going to choose the second one. Or you could increase the amount. Now, you might be restricted in terms of how much you're able to put in to interact with investor because, you know, in this particular example, you might only have £1,666, and that's what you've, you've allocated each month to be able to save, okay? So if you increase that each month or decrease it, that might create change and be difficult for you. Totally understandable. So having a cash balance might help you in that respect, so you're not changing that overall direct debit. Right. So that's what we would do. So then we would just go through each one, and update it so that it reflects the new amount. Now this one, okay, is a negative shortfall. Ideal amount is 617, but we've got currently 667 pounds. So in this particular example, it's saying actually, we wanna reduce how much that we wanna be investing there. Okay, so here we can take away so what we could do is you say so next month 75 pounds so because what it's doing is it's taking the 124 we normally invest removing the 49 uh, shortfall and then so we're actually reducing it to so 75 okay so we can say edit and then we can change that to say 75 pounds so 75 is that there? 75.59 okay and then we can press save changes now what you can do is you could if you don't have cash reserves you can increase some but you, you can then decrease others so the overall amount still stays the same in this example 1666 so that you're still investing the same amount each month and it'd be regular okay so we're going to say save changes this example, we might say, yes, change my monthly direct debit, okay? Or not. So there, no. Okay? So there we have it. We go through it. The next one, again, it's a reduction, okay, of £397. So we're reducing it from 499 to £102, reducing it basically by almost £400, right? So there we have it. Some are an increase. Others are a reduction, okay? It can vary. Now, it's not going to be exactly balanced, and that's because some, because you're doing it by the change in number of shares, and the, the share amounts are very clunky. Some are very high, which makes it very difficult to invest in because it has to be multiples of this, 250 pounds. Some it's much easier because they're very small. £5.57. So therefore, the smaller the price per share, the easier all of this is and the more neat it's going to be. So whenever you're looking for your investments, you want to be looking ideally for the lower figure possible while making sure it still applies to what you're looking for. Especially when you're investing small amounts each month. The smaller amounts you're investing each month, the less you're going to be putting into each of these areas and the harder it's going to be to be able to buy it in single shares. Now, some 
investment accounts do allow you to invest in a fraction of a share. So for example, 0.1 of a share rather than a whole share. Now, that might sound great because you can invest whatever you want, a smaller amount, but often those companies that do that with don't have the same kind of selection. Okay, because for them to be able to do that, if they're saying, okay, well, I'll buy 0.1 of a share for you, they still need to buy in whole numbers of shares. So they're relying on somebody else buying the other 0.9 of the share. So it works when they are very common shares that people are buying. And for them to do that, it tends to be a much more restricted list or only doing it for very common shares. The thing with the Ray Dalio Weather Portfolio is that the things you're investing in tend to be quite unique, especially when you're not based in the US, like I am, I'm in the UK. It can be particularly niche, and so you're having to buy kind of quite uh, different shares. Okay? And that is a big factor in terms of what, you're, what funding platform you're picking, because some funding platforms just will not have the selection that you need. Okay, so there you have it. That's how you address your regular investing. The other way you can do it is by a single trade. So we can do that by, for example, let's say we want to do it as a one-off amount. We wanted to keep our monthly investments the same, but separate to that, buy more shares, okay, so that we're going closer to the ratio we want. So let's take the top one as an example, okay? Here, we want one more share, okay? So we wanna find it first. So it's IBGL in this example. So we say IBGL, we click on that. <clears throat> okay, brilliant, shows us what it is. You might want to just double check that, that is exactly what we're expecting it to be. And we want to buy this. We do it in two ways. We can either select a number of shares or a cash amount. Now, the easy way to do that is just to say, I want one share. Okay, now the difficulty with this is that if you are not in trading hours, which we're not at the moment in the UK, it's just Monday to Friday during kind of working hours. When I go to do it, it's giving me an error message. Now, the reason it's giving me this error message is it's saying that we don't want to allow you to do that. We don't want to allow you to do it because if you're saying we want to buy one share, that means we would have to buy that share regardless of the price. And so when it opens up, when it next opens up, it could be any price. It could jump to twice the price, three times the price, a hundred times the price. Now that's unlikely, but it could happen. And if it did, well, you would still be being bought that and you may not want that. So it's saying instead, when it's offline, you have to pick a cash amount, okay? If it's during working hours, you can pick a share, that's nice and easy, but if not, a cash amount. Now, how do we pick that? It needs to be an amount higher than it currently is. It's currently priced at 250.55. So if you press an amount, if you put in 250.55, okay, then it will be able to buy one share when it reopens. But if it reopens to say 251, higher than this, it won't buy it because it's saying it's trying to buy it for this, but the, but the current price is higher, so it won't buy it. So the way you do that is you put a price higher than what you're willing to pay, but not, high, not too high, not higher than you would want to pay. So for example, you might say 300. And what it will do is it will buy, it will go and buy as many shares as it can for 300, unless it's higher than it won't. Okay. If it's lower, let's say 260, it will buy one at 260. It won't, you won't still pay 300, you'll pay the, the actual cost of that share. Okay? So that's to help avoid that confusion, all right? So here, more trade options on is limit orders. You, 
Okay, so you put on for limit orders and then limit. And then this allows you to put like a kind of a price and dates. Don't worry about that. That's kind of overcomplicating it and too much detail for this video. You want to understand that, do a little bit of research, or let me know in the show notes and I'll explain that on a future video. Okay, so let's just ignore that. And then, so we're all done. And then we would just do preview order. Okay. And then what's it say? It say the indicative price is 250.40. So that's its current price, or it was when it closed. Order type is saying market best. So it will get you the best price it can when the market opens. Okay, don't worry about settlement date. Estimated cost of shares, 300 pounds. So it's saying you said buy 300 pounds worth of shares, what, what, whatever you can get for that. Estimated commission. Now, for Interactive Investor, when you buy a one-off share, it's £7.99, so it's very high. So you always want to be doing regular investing where you can, because that's free in this particular example. Each funding platform is different, okay? But generally speaking, regular investing tends to be much cheaper or free, okay? So it's saying you have to pay £7.99 to do this trade. Now, the great thing about Interactive Investor is that you get trading credit. So you pay for the main account, the main type of account you can have, you pay £9.99 every month. And £7.99 of that goes to your trading credit. Okay? So... Each month you get £7.99 in trading credit to use to buy trades. So effectively one trade a month is free. Okay, So because we've got trading credit, it will be free. It's taken that off. So the overall amount estimated to pay is £300. But in reality, it will be the price of the number of shares that you're buying, which is about £250. So then we would say place order and then it's done. Now I'm not going to do that in this example. Um, I just wanted to show you exactly how to do it, but I'm not going to actually place the order because I don't want to do that. Okay, so there you have it. So we can go back and see those examples, right? That is how you to do the one-off amount, okay? And then you could do it all like that. You could do buy one share of the long-term bonds, one intermediate bonds, okay? And then you would be able to do that way. Now you could sh sell a number of shares in these three areas to get it back to the balance because we've currently got too much here. Socks and shares, we've got 35%. Uh, the ideal split is 30%. We could sell some shares. But generally speaking, you don't really want to sell because every time you make a trade, you're losing money because there's a, there's a spread. The buy amount is higher than the sell amount. So if you bought one of these shares and then sold it straight away, you would lose money. So generally speaking, you want to buy but not sell. Now, if the price was really high and actually you were a shortfall of like a thousand, you'd you got a thousand pounds more than you should have, then maybe maybe that could be an example where you would still want to sell to make it still even. But generally speaking, the best way to do it is by doing it either by just buying some of them and improving it that way and allowing over time for these to increase more than these and therefore the ratio will even out over time okay so for example if you want it to be 50 50 and they're worth 100 pounds 100 pounds and tomorrow one is worth 200 pounds and the other's 100 pounds then it's very uneven you could buy one to go from 100 one of another one of the 100 value one to 200 pounds and then it'd be 200 200 again right so you don't have to sell you can do it through buying so generally speaking you can do that through buying some of the shares and just not selling them and over time, it should even out. The other way, obviously, is through regular investing. And you can do it by reducing how much you're investing in the future. Okay, So here, it would be 124, but now it's 75. Reduce it. So you're still putting in mon money next month, 
but it's less and you're increasing on the others so that it's taking the split back to where it should be while not selling okay so there you have it guys overall what have we done we've looked at okay being able to understand the numbers in our funding platform we've got our overview we can see how much we've got in the funding platform overall how much is not invested how much is invested we can then go in to the investment overview and look at all this detail and understand what it is the current price for example the value it currently is the gains we're making we can understand all these figures we can then put that information into our table to then work out what we need to do to rebalance it so we're putting this information in okay every time you want to rebalance monthly if you want to uh, if it's moving about quite a lot but if it's saying fairly constant you could do it say every three months or every six months or even every year we look at this information to be able to then decide what we do either to our regular investments so we can change the monthly amounts okay so that next month we change how much we're investing so it moves more in line with what we want or we can do a one-off trade so that we rebalance that way okay and here this is the information we need to do that okay guys i hope that was helpful i know some places it got quite technical we're looking at a lot of numbers some complicated tables and spreadsheets i've tried to make this as simple as possible and as user-friendly as possible if you've got any questions on this let me know in the comment section more than happy to answer those if it prompts further questions and you want videos on particular areas more than happy to do that for you everything that I've used in this video I'm going to link to in the show notes so this table I'll link in so that you can then take it and apply it to your own situation and I can link to interactive investor if you want to use that as well okay I'll also link to the related videos as part of this series so for example the video on how to set up the Ray Dalio all-weather portfolio in the first place so guys that's all from me I hope you've enjoyed this video if you did please do like it subscribe to find out my future videos share it with those that you think would benefit from this video and support the channel by uh, putting in the comment section below subscribing and sharing by spreading the message and making sure this great content can go out to as many people as possible that's all from me i'll see you next week bye, -bye.